is up, everybody? And thank you so much for joining in on another episode of Real Pink Talks of PSC. It's flying solo a bit today. Again, just stepped into the one-to-one studios to rip a quick little uh, episode here on what I call, get ready for this, dollar store paint companies. And let me explain that a little bit to you guys. So, had a job, guy says to me, you know, I'm getting a couple other quotes. Excellent. And I know there are many different companies out there in terms of when it comes to painting uh, with many different business systems. So, um, you know, by the time he got back to me, um, actually, sorry, I think it was before I left. He says, yeah, I'm going to get some other quotes, but I do have a question for you. And essentially what my point is, the question he asked me was, do you think that this place could be painted in a day or two? And I looked at him and I was like, ah, yes, you're wondering if a certain company, so-and-so-and-so, could paint this in a day or two. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I got a quote from this company and that's their claim. And what I said to him was pretty much this, that's a dollar store company. And and my metaphor on that is this, when at least where I'm from, it says a dollar store on the outside. If you go inside you would think technically just by that sign, you know, like before it used to be like a buck or two here or it was like, you know, a loony store or a dollar store. Like you, they're giving you like that, that impression that everything in there is like a buck or maybe like a dollar or two, right? And then you get in there and you realize like, man, there's stuff in here that is way more than a dollar. And they're like, whoop, 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 whoop. well, we never said that. We just said it was dollar store. So what I said to this customer was this. I said, yeah, you got to watch out for companies like that because, you know, it's like the whole fine print thing. You better really look into that because what I think companies like that do is, like I've said in in um, in past episode, guys, is that um, past episodes is that um, what happens is there's companies out there that just market themselves and push themselves and they sell themselves on certain aspects of their system so maybe a company is out there saying like hey i could paint this house for you in a day and it's like and customers like wow wow i'm I'm gonna call them then they start getting just you know that motion through you know the door and then that starts you know and that helps create awareness for this company it's kind of like a marketing thing right so what i said to the guy is like yeah you might be able to have somebody paint this in a day I can't speak for the quality and I can't speak for how many guys are rummaging, not rummaging through your house, but that are working through your house. And, you know, coming from the high end game and all my experiences in this now, it is, there is some truth. Actually, there's a lot of truth to the more people you have working for you or with you, the bigger the crew becomes, the better chance of the quality dropping. And that's just the way it is. Um, There's probably some science behind that. Maybe I could bring someone in one day and we'll talk about that in detail. But I know that for sure that's what's going to happen. So I said to the guy again, like, I don't know, man. I don't know what you're going to get. Maybe 10 guys will come in here and they'll blast this off in a day. Maybe they won't tape anything. Maybe they'll just clean it. Maybe they won't put drop sheets down. Like, And then I start thinking to myself, like, jeepers, man. There's no freaking way that they could do it properly in one day. And I'm saying this is an average job, guys. Like, just think about an average 2,000 square foot house that just want to repaint the walls. Like, in a day, you'd have to have a lot of guys. And just trust me when I'm telling you that from this job, the aspect of this job, there's no way. 
someone could come in and paint in a day properly, right? But properly now comes down to what you think properly is. If you get that paint job for 600 bucks, you know, man, this crew came in and painted for 600 bucks. Yeah, they got a little bit of paint in some places, but whatever. I don't care, man. Looks brand new. Okay. Hey, if that's what you wanted and you're happy with that, then I'm not knocking that company for that. That every Everybody has their place, folks. I keep saying that, right? Everyone has their place. But for me, I'm not into that. And I tell the guy, you know, like I said, fine print, those companies, I call them dollar store companies because from the outside, they're saying it's like this. Then when you really get into it, it's like, hey, man, that's not actually how it is. You know, because usually what that company does that says they can do it in a day, they get in, they start, and they say, you know, after further looking at this, um, it probably take us two days. And I'm sure somewhere in that contract, I bet you it says that somewhere in some fine print somewhere. I would bet on it. Um, but then that's a little misleading, right? Because then people are like, well, you're already here and you've already started. So I can't kick you out now that you can't do it in a day, right? So that's when it comes back to this over-marketed companies. Um, and it plays into that whole dollar store paint company that, that you know, and yeah, I'm going to poke fun at that because I think there are a lot of companies out there that offer different marketing, I don't want to call it a scheme, marketing techniques that help them sell jobs. You know what helps me sell my jobs, folks? Quality and customer service. Probably customer service before quality. 90% of the people I work for, I end up becoming friends with. You know, because you want to be likable. You want to be personal. You want to be trustworthy. You want to be all the things you would be with with your friends, sort of. You know, or your in-laws. Stuff like that, you know. You want to be able to have people trust you. Right. So these companies, I think it's a little misleading or they're gaining your trust by being like, hey, man, we can blast this for you like easy. It's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. Guns blazing. But then in the end, it's subpar for some people that might be okay. For other people, they may not like that. And they may think like, man, that was misleading. And they kind of tricked me into thinking it was going to be like this when it wasn't. So like I say, guys, that's what this episode just a quick little one. I want to talk about that because I do think that that is happening a lot out there. And I'm really pushing people, especially the tons of messages I get in my inbox, guys and girls. How do I grow? How do I take it to the next level? Like I said in other episodes, don't rush it. The best batters don't swing at every pitch. Um, get good at what you do and then start building the company based off that. Don't start backwards. Don't start with the whole company and everything, and then not having that quality product in the end. Like I said, that quality product comes down to you, your client, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. If you do an amazing job with a roller, awesome. I'm just saying that, you know, don't put the cart before the horse. And I think that's what a lot of those companies do. And that's why I call them dollar store companies. Because like I said, from the outside, oh, we can do this, we can do that. Then when you start getting into it, you start being like, Oh man, like, well, they said this. So I did kind of find it a little funny um, before I left that job that that's what's uh, what the client says. You know, do you really think this house can be painted in in two days? And, um, or a day or two is what he said. And, and, I, and I don't think so because I, I don't think that's a real, and I don't want to say that's not a real company because it is a real company. And some of these well-marketed companies, people that are just using technology, apps, techniques, sales systems, um, it can be misleading. It needs to be ethically right. So I find that these companies, they're not really real companies that'll last the long haul. 
They won't be in there in the long run. And if you're one of those companies, the best advice I can give to you is hire really good people. Because if you hire really good people, even if those really good people can make their money in volume by painting a house a day, at least you know that those solid painters can really do some some good good damage on getting a job done well and fast because that's what you're trying to sell. Yes, we can do it in this time. But if you get 12 amateurs and you think you can just crush this job with 12 amateurs because they need it done in a day, that's a different way of looking at it, which might not work. So get good people, folks, if that's how you're running it and that's your system that you're using. Like I said, I don't knock people to the fullest. I do have my opinions on it. I will agree to disagree, but I'm not knocking everybody. Everybody's got to eat, but there is an ethical way to go about it, right? Um, Because there's, you know, and there's another company that's sort of like that. No names, folks, no names. But this company, what they do, folks, is they more use the marketing technique of, you know, having students um, do the work because they're trying to make money for the summer, um, through the summer, and it's just part-time work for them. And that's great, and it's a great system, and I'm, I, I'm really happy for those students, 100%, 150%. But in the end, overall, it's not really about that. It is the sales pitch of like, hey, you know, these guys are trying to make money to work, so that's where we're a little cheaper. You know, we still give you good quality, you know, because we're paying these guys this much because they're just, they don't really know too much about it. It's, it's you know, this is how we all help the community, help each other, yada, yada, yada. And that is probably true. A lot of it, it probably is true. But there is a piece of it that is a little bit misleading. And it's the fact that how could you sell somebody something and you're saying, well, listen, this person doesn't really know what they're doing, but we're still going to give you the best product. How the, does that even make any sense to me? And it doesn't, you know, but it's usually, and I don't want to say vulnerable people, but it's usually people that are just like, yeah, you know, I do want to make a difference. And then sometimes they probably look at the job they get and be like, this was really good. Those guys did a really good job. Or it's like, oh man, it looks like somebody painted this that didn't really know what they were doing. They were just trying to make some summer cake. So for me, that's another company that it's like the dollar store company, right? It's just like they're just marketing themselves in a way that they can get jobs. And, um, and you know, that might work for some and some people might be okay with that. But that's what I call a dollar store company, guys. So if you ever hear me refer to that, that's kind of, you know, what I'm talking about. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is mostly to create awareness in the fact that Nowadays, things can be very misleading, and I'm always trying to push people to better themselves. That's why I always say hone in your craft, get really good at what you do first before you try and go out there and do different things, you know, until you try and go out there and like try and really sell yourself, you know, because that's what those companies are doing. They're selling themselves, they're using marketing techniques, sales systems, and they're getting jobs. And then, really, when you're like, man, that's what who did this for you? Oh, so and so. And you're like, what the heck? And that comes from the repaint game and seeing, you know, what people are doing. And and that's what made me want to talk about this because these companies actually, I get a lot of work from these companies because we're going back and we're fixing stuff. So to me, it's not ethically right for a client to have to pay twice. But technically, if they just cheaped out the first time, then sort of serves them right. And I think I can say that because I am a consumer myself just because I'm a trademan or a contractor doesn't mean I'm not a consumer and I don't understand that. You know, I see value in a different way than some people. I would not, you know, stinge out to a point 
you know, I see value in him. Maybe I should just pay a little more. It'll go longer in the long run. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. So that's, you know, probably a whole nother episode in itself, the whole thing of value and money and, and all that. So, you know, but, but when it comes down to having people pay twice for something they should have paid once for, that's what starts to bug me. Right. So, you know, that's, that's why I had to bring up the, uh, the dollar store painters. Um, and there is another company too. Like I said, I'm not calling out companies here, guys. I'm calling out systems. I'm calling out systems and the way people do stuff to try and get work and push it out there. You know, uh, some people say like, we are the bestest on the planet is the most amazingest paint company everest. And it's like, okay, cool. You look through her portfolio, you look at their references and all that stuff. And that's going to speak for itself. And then it's like, awesome. You know, that's not very misleading. Especially if you're pitching yourself as that, 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 that is your company name, right? So this one, this one company um, had an interview with the guy. It was for subcontract work because they needed really good sprayers. So I go in, chat with the guy. He says to me, you know, let's just get to the, to the nitty gritty here on this, guys. When it came down to the pricing, he says, okay, we'll give you the price. And this is, we'll give you the price and what you have to do and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, all right, sweet. So in the end, like who's calling, like, you know, Who's saying whether it's good or not? When I go to get paid, who's making the call on if this passes? And he says, oh, I, oh, I am. And I'm like, oh, sweet, man. So, like, how long have you been painting for? And he's like, what? No, 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 man. No, no. And, and he said this with a little bit of arrogance, which actually pissed me off in that, in that conversation because he was like, no. <laughs> like, I'm a businessman, you know. I, I never painted. I, I run the, this company side. So I looked at him. And I was like, so let me get this straight. You're going to tell me the price. Like, first of all, First off, you need good sprayers. So you, so I'm a good sprayer. You've seen my references and portfolios, okay? So you need a good sprayer, but you want to tell him what you're going to pay him. And then you're going to say if it passes or not, but yet you can't even do what that guy does. That doesn't make any sense to me either, folks. Subcontractors, painters, contractors, other people, think about that if you ever come across a system like that. Yes, there are systems implemented for big painting companies and other companies where it's like, well, no, no, this guy just estimates. This guy just this. Well, if your guy's in quality control, I'm sorry, he should know how to paint. Almost as good as whoever they're hiring. I always refer to it, um, like I reference it to music. Some of the best music producers on the planet are the, some of the best musicians in the world. And that's kind of how I feel, you know. I can't have a guy di- like dictating the price to me, then him saying like, well, "You got to do it like this," and then him being like, "Oh, you never did it good enough." And then it's like, "Well, how do you know, man? You don't even know how to paint." Well, I just no, nope, I'm calling the shots here. It's like, dude, I don't want to work for that either. Another dollar store company from the surface on your ad, yeah, this is great subcontract work. We got a great amount of work, and then you try and you try and dictate it all for people. So, like I said, guys, other episodes I've posted, I do talk a little bit about that, um, a little bit in the estimating episode, um, and a little bit on the honing in your craft. Like I say, once you know your worth and where you stand, you know, there's going to be that no. So, you know, I said, thanks for the coffee, man. This this isn't for me. And right away, whoa, 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 what do you mean? It's like, well, dude, I'm going to tell you the price. You know, and if you want to say, oh, that's too expensive, we're about here, then I say, okay, well, what are you getting for that? Then we can work. But for you to tell me, no, dude, this is what you're going to get, and then I'll tell you if it passes before you get paid, it's like, no, man, that's not how it works. So that's why I wanted to come on with this episode, guys, and talk a little bit about that. Because like I said, guys, guys are rushing, they're jumping the gun, they're starting companies, 
um, based solely on sales and marketing. And when it comes down to it at the end of the day, you know, it, it comes down to the craft, um, to the trade, how well you do it, architectural coatings, all aspects of it and what you can do and what you can provide, right? So, hey, if you can come into a place and paint a house in one day and it's awesome and you're getting more clients from it or even residuals from a certain client, good for you. Awesome. You figured that system out. But remember, folks, just try not to pull the wool over your client's eyes. Be real. It is what it is. So, you know, if you can't paint it in a day, just say so. Don't pitch yourself to them saying you can do that and then come in later with not. Be a man of your word. No empty promises. In top lines game, that's what we do. I never make empty promises. But like I always keep saying, guys, I put myself in a position of my business where I have leverage to make these calls. You know, so I didn't need that work from that guy, you know, that was trying to give me the work and tell me how much to make. I didn't need that work. That was me trying to expand make more money in different places, even subcontracting, because subcontracting can be pretty sweet gig sometimes. And that'll be another episode down the road, guys. So like I said, little recap here on the dollar store companies, as I call them, they look like something on the outside. Once you get into them, it's not what it is. Clients don't like that. It becomes competition for me, but it also becomes work for me, cleaning up jobs sometimes from people who are just trying to pitch themselves more on the sales and marketing aspect rather than producing a good quality job. So at the end of the day, guys, if you're doing that, hire great people. If that's your system, hire great people because it'll help you in the long run. You don't have to worry. Clients don't have to worry. You know, just hire good people. Um, And if you're not doing that and you don't want to do that, my best advice for you is, guys, don't jump the gun. Wait your time Everything has its place. You know, it's better to have 5,000 real good customers than 20,000. Maybe they're not even going to call you. Right, guys? So that's what it's all about. Much love, y'all. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Real Pain Talks of PSC. Subscribe. Follow me on YouTube. Check me out on Instagram at topline underscore PSC. Stay tuned in and plugged into me. Much love, y'all. And have a great one. Thanks again.